Go Rangers Radio is always live and archived at GoRangersRadio.com. Follow us everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Go Rangers Radio. They sure ain't no leech and bookaboom, but they'll have to do for now. Back to Polly and KD on Go Rangers Radio. You know, this is, uh, again, part of this young squad and, and the rebuild and all the young kids and the draft picks and everything else. I mean, we're still a long way from uh, any kind of situation where the Rangers, you know, whether they're winning uh, or getting close or making a move on a playoff spot where, you know, uh, all these things that we've kind of talked about in the past, whether it's a guy like Strom or, you know, unloading Georgiev or Hank or something for either picks or players or something like that. Um, you know, we're basically going to have to just keep going to the well here and, and wait and see what's going on. Um, what's uh, what's your take here on Foxy? I mean, obviously been playing really well. And, um, you know, another guy hitting his 30 mark here. Yeah, I mean, now that, uh, you know, he is hitting that, that game mark, I mean, unfortunately we do have to send a second-round pick over to Carolina, it was a conditional third with if he hit that 30 game mark, it'd be a second. But I think any, you know, any and every Ranger fan right now could care less about that second round pick. I mean, so now it's we sent two second round picks, you know, this past year and then next year. So, you know, he's been worth he's worth every uh, every bit of it. Uh, he's been the team's uh, best defenseman, arguably, um, you know, in his first 30 games of his NHL career. He's so so calm with the puck, so smooth out there. You'd think he's, uh, you know, a veteran. He he chips in offensively. Um, I've mentioned he's not afraid to to go deep in the in the offensive zone. He, I think he has a couple of uh, tip in goals this year. So um, look, he's he's been fantastic. He's he's everything you would have you would have hoped for bringing him in. So um, I'm happy to you know that he's on the team, part of this rebuild. Um, the fact that it turns from a a third round pick to a second round pick really doesn't matter. He's that good. Um, and, uh, you know, he'd almost be worth a first round pick with the way he's been playing this year. So it, it, it's, uh, it's been fun to watch him. Yeah, no doubt, man. Just, uh, you know, him, D'Angelo, uh, it's just great stuff. And, you know, you got Truba back there. Uh, what, what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think about Stolzy coming back here the last couple of games? What, what do you think of, uh, Mark's play, my friend? I say that, uh, I wish Hayek well, <laughs> and uh, I hope he'll be back soon. Um, or or uh, Joey Keane, they bring him up soon. He's he's playing real well down in the AHL. Uh, so and that that's what I have to say about Mark Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> and any take on 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 Hag's play last night? Coming back, obviously after a few games off, uh, Georgiev getting the run there. And uh, how do you think he played last night? I, I thought, um, you know. I mean, he probably should have had that second goal. I mean, he said he saw it late, so he sort of fumbled it, obviously hit off his back and, you know, sat there in the crease, you know, for an easy sort of tap in there. And uh, look, he's, um, you know, with the way, you know, Georgie Boy has been playing, you know, his play is going to be sort of under the microscope a little bit. Um, You got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Lundquist haters out there in Ranger Nation, which is just unfathomable for me to think, you know, for everything that guy has done you know, for this organization over the years. But, you know, there's been a lot of calls for, you know, maybe the Rangers need to move on from him and he's the guy who should be traded. And look, I, I've made that argument myself. So, you know, the more that uh, Georgiev comes in and, and plays the way he's been playing and then, you know, Lundqvist comes in and he gives up a bad goal, I think it 
And again, it's a little bit more under the microscope. Um, you know, Ranger Nation gets a little, little more concerned about, you know, Hank getting up there in age and can he still do it? You know, Shes Jorkin won another game tonight. I think he had, uh, you know, stopped 29 to 30 shots tonight again. Um, so he's, he's really lighting it up in the AHL. And, uh, you know, Gordon said uh, during the same press conference he was talking about Kratzoff that they have no plans on trading Georgiev right now. So um, they like what he's doing, and, and he's been a main reason why the team has been doing so well and is in the hunt for a playoff spot. So, you know, it's still all up in the air at this point. Um, with the goaltending situation, there's no guarantees that uh, Georgiev is the guy who, who's going to be uh, – sent packing to Toronto or wherever, whoever needs the goaltending at this point. And, you know, who knows, you know, if, if, if Lundqvist, uh, and again, he didn't play terrible last night. He only gave up two goals. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't mean to come down on him, but you know, if, if George continues, you know, this upward arc, you know, in his progression as a goaltender and, and Hank, look, he's, he's up there in age, you know, you, you assume he's going to fall off a bit. You know, if that continues to happen, you know, he's going to put the Rangers in a tough spot. You know, again, they I'm sure they want to get Chess York in some some NHL games this year. Um, and and to to have Georgia be the guy who's in the press box or um, traded is is may ultimately be a tough sell to this fan base. Yeah, well, but we we decided though we're not going to you know worry about this until the new year, right? Like March or something, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I know you got a soft spot, you know, for Georgie boy, and you don't want to talk about, you know, trading him. And, and again, if we talk about trading Lundqvist, we're going to lose all these listeners because they don't want to hear it. But <laughs> Very controversial topic here, but uh, we're not afraid to take it on, right, Paul? No, not at all. I mean, you know, we got white claws and all that stuff. We just, you know, sit back. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, real quick before we get we you know we I know you want to do some uh, you know we talked about this doing some uh, talk about the old days as far as the range is concerned. But um, so you're you're predicting a win tomorrow night in San Jose and a loss in Anaheim. Is that correct? That is correct. I'm sticking with my uh, my predictions. Absolutely. So two and two on the rest of the trip here. Uh, man, San Jose hasn't won in five games, so they're crawling back home. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize. You know what? I didn't, and they just, and they fired. What's his name today? Their coach. Really? Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I think it just happened this afternoon. Oh no. Yeah. So out of the DeBoer new coach is gone. In, what's that? DeBoer is gone. Yes. Yeah. I mean, as much as you know, I don't care. You know, former Devils coach. Uh, you know, anything terrible that happens to him, I'm happy about. But you know. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know if what that does to the team. If that's maybe that lifts him up tomorrow or not. Or maybe they're even get even more sort of down in the doldrums. So we'll see. Wow. Pete yeah. DeBoer fired, man. He, he gets them to the front. Man, who the heck? They moved up the assistants. I'm just looking out of here. Steve Spot and Dave. I can't believe I didn't, you know, I look, I wasn't online surfing around today, so I didn't hear it. I think that uh, just happened. That's unbelievable, man. That's, you know, what do you, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you got, you know, guys like, Thornton, these guys won't move on. You know, there's there's no room for these guys to to develop. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I look, I know he's a devil coach, former devil coach stuff, but I always thought I respected DeBoer. I mean, look what he did. He, he got the Devils, you know, uh, to the finals. He got San Jose to the finals. I mean, what is that? Two, three years tops he had there, and on, on both teams, Stanley Cup final coach, and he's gone. 
I can't I mean, believe he'll, it. He'll get picked up. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to be unemployed for very long. So I, I, I think he'll be behind the bench, uh, you know, very soon. So take I don't a feel break, too bad Take a break, buddy, and <laughs> enjoy the sun there in San Jose and not have to worry about it anymore. And we'll have to look at those goddamn Civil War beards every goddamn day. Unbelievable. Uh, Ducks, uh, two and two in their last four. And they play the Kings tomorrow night. So hopefully uh, they get bored out of their minds playing the Kings. And, and we can uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, they'll come through with your uh, prediction there, Rangers, and, and win on Saturday. And I'm, I'm going to say the Rangers are going to win two in a row here. That's, that's my prediction. They'll... Uh, They'll mess things up. They'll keep it. They'll keep it bad for San Jose tomorrow night too. They got it right. Sure. Look, look, yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Look <laughs> at him. Look at Katie standing there going, "I'm not. I'm not moving off my prediction, man. He's That's the swami." <laughs> I've been saying it all year. I haven't been wrong yet. I've been picking that they're going to lose to the worst team and beat the better team, and it, it always works out. Like I said, I'm always going to fade what what should what should be happening. So I'm not going to change now. All right. All right, once again, everybody, you're listening to Go Rangers Radio right here on the Go Hockey Media Network. We do this every Wednesday night, and uh, we've been doing a couple of quick casts, and we want to thank the fans, obviously, for uh, following us and supporting us. Uh, pretty soon, we're going to be hitting uh, over 6,000 uh, plays and listens there, so uh, me and Katie want to thank you guys for that. A uh, brand new show, and again, working through kinks and sound issues and everything else, uh, but we'll get there. It's... Uh, we're in a rebuild ourselves, me and Katie here too. So look, buddy, uh, you talked about, um, uh, you know, it's it's I, you know, I, I can't even believe it. 2019, end of a decade, is kind of crazy as we were about to hit uh, 2020. But you wanted to um, talk about some of the best spots or the worst spots of, of the past decade. So what do you want to do tonight, pal? Uh, maybe best goal. I think best goal. All right, man. Well, our favorite goal, not best, but yeah, you know, our favorite goal maybe of 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 the decade. And, 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 you know, at this decade, this has been a nice decade for Ranger fans. This is, uh, you know, this is, there's been some fun, fun times, you know, for Ranger fans in this decade. So, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of, of great moments, a lot of heartbreak too. I mean, unfortunately we didn't end up with a Stanley cup, um, during the decade, but what else is new? There's been a lot of those since 1940, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of fun, um, euphoric type moments, you know, over the last decade for Ranger fans. And it, you know what, you know, it, like I said, it didn't ultimately end in a Stanley cup, but there's a lot of franchises, you know, in the NHL that I think would have, would have traded what we've had, you know, at least for the, you know, beginning and into the, you know, middle to late part of the decade. And I mean, the last couple of years has been a little bit of a slog here as we, we rebuild, but, um, you know, it's been a been a fun, fun decade. It certainly has. So, do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first. You'll let me go first. All age, right. So, age, age before beauty. Thank you, thank you very much. Let me just adjust my my walker here and uh, <laughs> tighten my depends. And uh, <laughs> so, look, uh, you know, man, uh, nine, ten years here. That ten years, obviously, it's a uh, it's a lot uh, to go through, but. Uh, not to drag on here. To me, the goal of the decade for me, the one that stands out, is uh, Marty St. Louis' goal in overtime against the Habs uh, in Game 4, I believe it was, um, uh, you know, in that series, the, the conference finals there. That was just unbelievable. The fact that we were playing uh, the Canadians uh, uh, to go to, to get to the Cup. I mean, look at two franchises there that um, 
you know, had, um, had, you know, the last time the Habs were in were, you know, 93 and, and we were the following year in 94. And, uh, it, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty amazing. Um, and the first time that the, the Habs and the Rangers had played each other in the, in the playoffs, I, I think in, in, in like 20 years or, um, since 96 or something like that. But, um, you know, it was a wild series, uh, you know, Kreider and Price, you think of all the guys that were on both of the lineups back then, you know, Vigneault coaching against Terrion. They were both like best buddies off the ice and everything. Um, you know, they, they win that game, uh, three, two. Um, and it just, you know, obviously the, the, the emotional roller coaster with Marty St. Lou that, uh, that year and his mom passing and the, the Pittsburgh series, all that stuff, everything leading to, um, you know, to get into the finals. Um, you know, the Habs came back the next game in, in game five and they won uh seven, four, they kicked our butt. So it looked like it was like, you know, this thing was going to go seven and then, um, game six, Dominic Morgan's that one goal. And it was just. Uh, you know, the series itself, I think maybe that was the series of the decade, even more so, uh, you know, than the finals to me. I, I always felt when the Rangers got into the finals, they, they were going to get swept because the Kings were just so darn good that year. Um, but that that series against the Habs, for so many different reasons, the original six, uh, all the history, uh, all the personalities on both sides, P.K. Subban, uh, you know, we had Carbon, we get all these guys that were playing for us back then, McDonough and so on and so forth. And that was back, you know, the obviously the, the, the Canadians and the and the Rangers with the McDonough trade and, and, and all that stuff. So I mean there was just so much going on. But when Marty scored that goal, it was just euphoric. It was incredible. And that's that's the goal that stands out for me in as far as I'm concerned, the series of the decade for me too, obviously leading up for us getting back into the Stanley Cup finals for the first time in 20 years. So uh, uh, that's that's my call, buddy, right there. Marty St. Louis, overtime goal, 3-2, game four. Tough to argue. Tough to argue. I mean, that just that celebration. I remember him and Brad Richards sort of it like in, in there going crazy, and uh, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, for me, I go to the following year, the, po- the post-Stanley Cup year where they – Unfortunately, lost to the uh, the Lightning in the conference finals. But to get to the conference finals, they needed that Derek Stepan game seven overtime goal, which, you know, you got. They were down three one in that series. They had to win the three in a row, three games in a row. And for it to be decided in, in game seven. And you remember, you know, it seemed like we played, you know, Washington every year. It was that we always had to, you know, at some point go through Ovechkin, you know, in the Capitals. And, uh, you know, for that goal to happen. And again, just the celebration of Stepan sort of, you know, doing that jumping back, his back hitting into the <laughs> plexiglass, you know, as he's just like screaming and Kreider jumps in there and and uh, just absolute mayhem. And, and obviously, like, Lundqvist was just amazing in that game. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, to the 3-1 deficit, against the Capitals, who were really, you know, our biggest rival, at least in the playoffs, because, again, we seem to play them, like, every year. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to come back, again, from a 3-1 deficit, you know, we were President Trophy champs that year, got the President Trophy that year, where, you know, we're the best best team in the league, and, you know, you're, you're almost out in the second round, and, and to, to head back to the conference finals again uh, for the second year in a row, um, you know, in overtime on, on that goal, um, was just just amazing, just a, an amazing goal. Again, I just that video of of Stepan with that leap 
backwards in plexiglass is just sort of like burned in my brain. Um, you know, Holpe diving across to try to get that rebound, which was on a Dan Girardi shot, by the way. You know, I, I know Girardi gets a lot of hate, you know, uh, from Ranger Nation. But, uh, you know, he's the guy who, who got the puck to the net again, like we talked about earlier. Just get just get a shot towards the net um, and, and good things will happen. And, and it happened there. And to me that, you know, it, I know it's in the second round. Uh, you know, it's not in a conference final that ultimately ended in the Stanley Cup. But just that, again, that vision of of Stepan with that celebration will, will always stick uh, with me. And that was just an amazing, amazing moment. Yeah, man. Bravo. I mean, you can't you can't you know, you can't argue with 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 these these goals. I mean, they were uh, they were great moments to have, uh, you know, like, like I said, you know, you, you look at, uh, you know, from the 90s and and. You know all the the previous stars that had skated on the on the ice for us in, in in the blue shirts and everything, and then you get this kind of new wave, and you know getting to the finals and going to the conference finals a couple of times, and and playing against some great teams, and and it's amazing. Like you know these guys that we talk about. I mean, Marty was in for a short time, obviously, and um, you know now Stepan is playing out west in Arizona, and and these you know, and then all the other guys who have since departed. I still can't believe Callahan is uh, retired, man. It's 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 unbelievable. Um, but um, it was it was a great run. So I mean, I think you nailed it when you you said it in the beginning. For Ranger fans, it really was a great decade because there was quite a lot of winning, and they gave it a great run. Uh, even the you know the teams were torts. Uh, you know, I, I love torts. You know, and and uh, it was a it was a tough, rocky, slow climb. Uh, but he got as close, as close as he could get us with, with the guys that he had. And then uh, Vigneault comes in here. And, you know, I, I remember the, um, you know, the games at Yankee Stadium against the Islanders and, and the Devils that year, uh, the stadium series. I was at all, all those games. And um, the team back then just was just, it, it was just great to be a part of in terms of watching them and uh, because they were, they were one of the top teams in the league. And Hank was in his prime, and it was uh, it's great stuff. So, uh Good on you there, KD. Good call. Yeah, it was good. You know, what was, you know what was another great goal throughout the year, earlier? It was the 2012, again, against against the Capitals. That Brad Richards goal when he scored with like six, I think it was 6.6 seconds left in regulation. Um, when Joel Ward took that late penalty and the Rangers were going to go down in the series and... Uh, you know, that and then uh, Mark Stahl scored the overtime goal to, to beat the Capitals. Um, I think that was game five. Um, that goal, I remember, again, where you, you thought it was over and he chips it in with 6.6 left and Callahan on the ice there. And uh, that was that's another goal. I think that that was great. Just a great, great goal. You thought the game was over. Just so many memories of these playoff runs that you had, you know, again, throughout the decade that, you know, every fan base would. Would, would kill for I mean other than the ones that won the Stanley Cup this <laughs> this decade but <laughs> you know it was it was year after year it was just you know um it seemed like the Rangers were always in close games in these playoffs nothing was ever easy there was there was no play easy playoff series for this for this team um so um yeah that was another another great goal I think of this decade was that Richards goal and and ultimately stole wins it in overtime but that with 6.6 six seconds left that was a good one yeah uh brad richards was a favorite of mine man i loved it when we got him and stuff so uh it was great you know it's, when i hear you talking about brad richards i don't know for some reason i think back of when they were 
They were doing the renovations at the garden. You know, they, they were building the, the Chase uh, Bridge and all that other stuff. Remember they started the season? It was like 14-something games on the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just, you know, all those things stand out. You know, I, and I, you know, I really liked Vignon when he came in here too. And um, you can't say anything bad about when he came in and, and those couple years in, in the run. And, and like I said, all the personalities and, and getting Marty St. Louis too was, uh, was pretty exciting too. Cause yeah, just, you know, watching him and it's amazing. This, uh, the history Richards and, and Marty had playing with Tampa Bay and torts, all that, all that stuff kind of, you know, it all, it all intertwined, you know? Uh, from the whole Tampa Bay kind of thing, and then um, and then you also think too, just you know, thinking this decade too, you know how great the Blackhawks were, how great the Kings were, you know, uh, you know between five championships between them, uh, and all those amazing uh, Western Conference playoffs, uh, they they were amazing when they played each other too. Um, so there was just so much going on. Pittsburgh and Washington, you know, Washington couldn't win that game seven, any of those game seven with uh, Bruce Boudreau, you know. How many times did they have home ice and they kept getting beat in game sevens and Pittsburgh was always doing it and, you know, Sid wins two more cups. And it's just um, – so when you think about it, man, it, it was a great decade for hockey and as far as, you know, um, a lot of these great players and the Rangers were in the mix, man. You got to give them credit. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and you know what? We were one of the teams that, that took down uh, the Capitals in a game seven at home. I think Aaron Asham had a big goal. <laughs> Talk about talk about goal talk about goals you you remember from from the decade. I remember Aaron Asham scored had a big goal in that game seven. I forgot what year that was. I mean that was so long ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's been a, a fun decade. And yeah, I mean the, the Capitals for them to finally you know win the cup. I mean it sucks unfortunately, but um, you know it was a tough climb for them as well. They had a lot of uh, a lot of disappointments over the years. A, a lot of it due to the Rangers. Um, which which is always a good thing, but uh, you know, eventually they got their cup, and you know, hopefully, uh, we'll eventually get uh, you know ours. So uh, I think that this just to go back to the rebuild. I think that uh, you know we are headed in the right direction, and I, I think it ultimately will will go right for us eventually. Yeah. So hopefully, it doesn't take forty years. We're we're, we're pushing what thirty now. <laughs> it's just not fair, KD. <laughs> Just shaking my head. I know. Just shaking my head. 94 was so long ago, and then all the years before that. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, KD, um, it's uh, we're wrapping this show, episode episode 11 here. Do you do you have a man crush of the week for us, buddy? Um, I don't know if I even have one this week. Oh, I, come I'm... on, KD. We're <laughs> all waiting here. This all this talk about, you know, the decade is nothing compared to, you know, your honorable mention of the week. Come on, buddy. Uh, I'm going to give it to my wife for stocking the fridge with White Claw for the <laughs> show tonight. Uh, classic Kevin DeLore, ladies and gentlemen. Always has his priorities in place. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Well, folks, uh, another great episode. We want to thank everybody for listening. As always, uh, we're going to keep moving on here. Maybe we'll try and get another quick cast in before next week, and then uh, obviously after next week we'll take a little break uh, for the Christmas holiday. When are you getting me, KD? Oh, surprise. I can't let you know, my man. can't let you know. It's going to be a big surprise. <laughs> I've almost got the last letter stitched on from McKegg's jersey that I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> 
All good stuff. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening. KD, say goodbye to the folks. Bye, folks. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you share, retweet, subscribe. We love it. We appreciate it. And let's go, Rangers! <laughs>